Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. This podcast episode will be discussing medically related issues. I would like to remind you that although I am a practicing physician, this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. This is not medical, mental, or religious advice. This is not legal or financial advice. And it is your responsibility to pursue medical care as recommended. Please see my website for further information on this disclaimer. Thanks. Hello and welcome back to the Art of Healing podcast. This is Charlize and thank you so much for joining me for the month of March. Um, the last episode I had the honor of interviewing um, a uh, Reiki master who has been expanding her practice and in February I interviewed a dear friend of mine who's also a Reiki master. Um, we had a great uh, theme of self-care is selfless. For this month of March, being that it's spring and we're coming up on the spring equinox, I thought it would be nice to uh, bring focus to um, some of the things you may be thinking of, I know I'm thinking of, as far as uh, refreshing, renewing, um, resting, increasing uh, our resilience. As we leave the winter months and uh, where I, I am living. It was a fairly brutal winter as far as the weather. Then, of course, it's been um, sort of a winter all of 2020 because of the pandemic for many of us. But um, the nice thing was we move into spring as we get into the shorter days and we come out of our hibernation, so to speak. Um, we can have a look at some of the basics of our lives and what we think we might want to do better. Um, for me personally, these are some themes that I'm touching on for myself in this spring. So I thought I would share some of my thoughts. And um, first off is definitely going to be the theme of uh, sleeping or resting, resting rather, not, not just sleep, but rest. Um, how am I resting? Am I resting adequately in all the areas of my life? So of course, sleep is important and 
Um, you know, it's never a bad idea to remind yourself that the um, days will be getting shorter soon and we'll have a time zone change. So it might be a good time to start looking at those sleep habits. Um, I recently um, made it a point for myself to try to shut down and wind down about an hour earlier, um, which has been helpful. Um, not always easiest to do, but I am finding that um, when I devote, say to myself that, you know, I can shut down my evening activities a little bit sooner. The activities I felt were just so important that I had to get to. They actually really weren't. That's probably why I was, you know, messing around with them in the evening rather than just focusing on um, trying to feel better and get some rest. Um, so, you know, never a bad idea to be thinking about that because we know what time zone, a time change is coming for most of us. Um, also in that theme of rest is um, uh, physical rest. Uh, which um, that's a tough one because on one hand, I know for a lot of individuals, the imposed changes of the pandemic made it difficult to figure out how to remain physically active. So to think of rest sort of stopping when maybe we need a little bit more movement seems a little bit contradictory. Um, One of my favorite uh, practices and uh, you should hopefully we'll have some content coming is uh, restorative yoga, which is a form of yoga that is uh, practiced based on some of the similar asanas that we practice in Hatha yoga or yoga with flow. Um, but they're slowed way down. So we go much slower. We spend maybe three minutes, five minutes, maybe even 10 minutes in a pose. And the idea is that you settle into these poses and let your body gently make shifts while you're in the pose. Um, Restorative yoga, I like to recommend to people because although if you can get in a full practice and if you enroll in an online course um, or you maybe take a class, my friend Brandy Gibson, who is also um, um, who we have done our podcast last month, she is offering a weekly uh, restorative yoga class. Um, When you can... um, do that for a full session, it's amazing. But even doing one restorative pose can be a nice way to sort of um, go into a meditation when maybe you're not quite ready to meditate. So for instance, maybe you've had a really hectic day and you know you need to sort of wind down, take a break, but you just can't quite do it. You feel too agitated or that feeling of you're so exhausted, but you're too tired to sleep. Performing a restorative yoga pose, such as legs up the wall, is a nice way to physically rest, which can lead to mental rest, which can um, help to relax your nervous system and help you wind down from there. I don't hear people discuss this topic very much. Well, not in the way that I'm used to being it, hearing it discussed. I do hear the term uh, intermittent fasting quite a bit, but um, in medicine, in the practice of medicine, we have a term uh, called bowel rest or digestive rest, which is um, letting the digestive system take a break. Now, in the practice of medicine, when this is done, it's usually some sort of emergency such as uh, pancreatitis, uh, uh, acute bleeding of the digestive system, an infection in which we don't want food to go into the system, so we allow it to rest. Um, 
But in even your own life, um, is it time to take a digestive rest? So what that could look like, for instance, is maybe um, looking into a sort of intermittent fasting, which is basically don't eat dinner too late and don't rush yourself to eat breakfast too early. I personally have started um, allowing myself to eat breakfast later, which um, has been great for me because I don't have to rush so much in the morning if I simply acknowledge the fact that I, I really don't have time for breakfast and I try to get in a healthy smoothie, um, which will get in some good fats and some protein to keep me going for the first part of the morning and allow me to get the things I need to do done when it's a busy clinic day um, without having to try to rush and sit down and eat breakfast. So um, so for rest, you can be thinking about your you know, sleep um, uh, procedures, your sleep, uh, 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 how you're going to go into sleep, physical rest in the form of maybe restorative yoga, and maybe digestive rest as far as looking at how late you eat and how early you start eating in the mornings. Spring is a time for renewal. Um, you know, I think we're all looking for some green grass, blue skies, nice warm days. We're all ready to have some kind of renewal. And um, renewing yourself spiritually, emotionally, mentally, this is a great time to do it. Um, we always think of January as a time to make big changes. January is when we do our, our um, resolutions. But if you think about it, the spring might be a better time when the day is on your side, when the days are longer and they're nicer, to think about picking up a new habit if you're not already doing it or if you you have a habit that you know helps but you haven't been doing it enough, maybe devoting more time to it, particularly because you know you'll have longer days. Um, of course, you're listening to a podcast if you're listening from a, a Reiki master and a physician. So I'm going to always encourage um, meditation as a form of, of mental and spiritual renewal, even physical renewal. And um, depending on where you are in your life, this could be a great time to learn the practice of Reiki for your own personal healing. Um I've done some podcasts and I think some blog posts on this, but um, there is a perception that not anyone can learn a healing modality like Reiki, that there needs to be something that's specially given to you or you're anointed or something like that. And actually, it's meant for anyone to learn, particularly the practice of Reiki 1 is a very powerful personal healing tool that if you are sort of floundering around, you want to do something, but you're not sure what it is you should do is a very safe, very safe um, um, discipline to learn and add to your healing toolbox. Developing resistance is a must in modern times, unfortunately, because it does sort of seem like that for the most part. We're going to endure challenges from multiple places in our lives, health, finance, worldwide, economic, um, and the one thing we learned from the year 2020 is that um, sometimes you just can't run from it. You just can't run from it. So the next best thing we can all do for ourselves, and one thing I'm trying to do, is develop my resilience, my ability to return, to anticipate a challenge, go through the challenge, but 
then heal and return from the challenge. And resilience, um, not that I am an expert, this is just my own observations of myself here recently, is that um, it seems to me that to develop my own resilience, that the first thing I need to do is just simply acknowledge um, the challenge that's coming. Um, I have recently decided I wanted to get certified in mindfulness meditation. I wanted to be able to offer um, that as a service, actual meditation courses. And um, one of the seven precepts I'm learning as part of that is just observation, observation, just simple observation without judgment. And I think this can be applied to any ongoing challenge, um, no matter how big or small. Not saying that you don't have the right to have strong emotions about it, but maybe stepping back with um, um, just a quiet sense of mindfulness and just simply observing the facts of the situation can then help you to, to deal with it. And then once you acknowledge what this challenge is and you've gone through it, definitely the next step is stepping up your self-care regimen. Um, self-care in the form of exercise, nutrition, rest, uh, medical treatment, behavioral health treatment, making sure that maybe you're covering all those bases. And then if you are, maybe stepping that up more. Um, so I know for me personally, my self-care is going to be um, yoga in the mornings, um, walking at lunch, possibly meditation in the evening, and a Reiki, self-Reiki session sometime in there. And um, as I've gone through challenges, for, for me, a personal challenge was getting the coronavirus vaccine, being that I'm a practicing physician. It was the best since I want to continue to treat patients. And uh, feeling that shift and that change in my physical body and energy body once I had the coronavirus vaccine, um, I've really had to actually uh, double down on my self-care regimen, which um, is to me, it already seems like a lot, but I've really had to to take even better care of myself um, as I let my immune system adjust and then um, acknowledge um, and have a full understanding of what the individuals who have survived COVID and lived through COVID and cared for people with COVID have gone through. So, um, so particularly for those individuals, maybe if you've had COVID and you're recovering, um, and when I work with my patients, and I'll be frank, we don't have a whole lot of medical data that just tells us, you know, take steps one, two, and three to recover from COVID. Um, that long-term symptom cluster we deal with afterwards really just has to be dealt with on an individual basis. But um, I think that um, one of the things I try to advise my patients is just to be so very gentle with yourself after you've... Uh, had coronavirus. Rest plenty. Meticulous diet where you can. Don't, you know, don't take any mercy. Don't let anything in your diet that you know doesn't make you feel good. Um, if you've had a leave from work and you just try to get back and you just can't do it, uh, it may just not be the right time to go back. You may need more time. Um, you know, every cell in your body had to ramp up and fight this new threat 
and it's just going to take some time to recover. So particularly if that's an experience you went through, I think um, looking at your self-care, not even as a luxury, not even as, you know, oh, maybe later when I have time is a, you know, a vital sign. You're going to have to eat, you're going to have to breathe, you'll have to eliminate waste, and you've got to have something you do for your self-care. So um, thank you again so much for joining me. It's it's always a pleasure to um, create content for these podcasts, and I hope a pleasure for you to listen. Um, if you are listening on any of the uh, major platforms, if you feel moved to do so, please leave me a comment or um, uh, any sort of uh, reply. And as always, I'll leave in my show notes my contact information if there's anything you'd like to discuss. And of course, my website is available where um, there usually is going to be a new blog post um, every week um, on a certain topic. Uh, right now, covering mostly Reiki, meditation, and then um, integrative holistic health topics. Um, and as the months go on, I will probably expand the topics I'll be discussing. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.